0: Hey and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show all about podcasting, from launching your show to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray, as always, joined by Matthew. How are you doing, good day, Matthew? sir. Good day. Good, day. good, good day. to be back in the seat. Indeed, indeed. You enjoying this season so far? This is uh, us up to episode uh, 10, I think now.
1: Yeah, good day to go back to the basics, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's good fun actually. You're never too, never too old
0: to go back to the basics. <laughs> <laughs> and the basics this time around is branding and artwork. As you know, if, if you've been listening along, this season is all about how to get your first episode out into the world. So how to release your podcast. And a part of that is getting the branding sorted. You always need artwork. Maybe don't need music right at the start. We talked about that in the last episode, didn't we? We covered editing on the last episode and why you might not want to bother with music actually in the first few episodes, but you can't get away without artwork right at the start. So that's what we're going to cover today. We'll look at the tools you might want to use to create that artwork. We might look at the different ways that you can put it together, good designs, uh, sort of requirements for artwork, what makes good artwork basically. And then we'll go into music as well, how to choose good music and where to get it as well just before we get into it i'll mention this episode is sponsored by alitu alitu is our podcast maker app which helps you create a podcast really easily you just upload your raw audio and it'll polish it up it'll add your branding and it'll publish it for you you can pop over to alitu.com a-l-i-t-u.com to do a free trial test it out and i'll talk a bit more about it later on and what it can do for you so artwork matthew what makes good artwork
1: I approach artwork. That's the most pretentious thing I've ever said. I, appro- <laughs> <laughs> I approach artwork in a way that a- <laughs> uh, I approach artwork. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I had a really good thing to say. Sorry. Um So my approach with artwork is that um, how simple could this be with, but still get the personality of the show across, yeah. if that makes yes. sense? So um, yeah, really simple, but still want a bit of personality in there. I still want people to see it and think, "Oh, I'm intrigued." Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, your title and your content basically is, is yeah. to do with that too. But yeah, um, yeah, you want your you want your title on there, in my opinion, and a bit that kind of intrigues them to, to click through and look at your episodes. Because yeah. this is what yeah. somebody's seen before they even see your episode yeah. list, isn't it?
0: Yes, indeed, yeah. This, I mean, the point of this is that your artwork is often the only thing people see, isn't it? Like even in, in the Apple Podcast Store, iTunes Store, whatever the hell you call it these days, uh, in, in Apple Podcasts, artwork is the biggest part by far. There is a written title below it, isn't there? But mm. I mean it's the artwork that's catching the eye yeah and you're
1: it? you're in it's like that shop front environment yeah. you've you've got all these different and they're in thumbnail size yeah they're yeah. all next to each other Tiny so like things, you, yeah you've got a beat like grabbing the eyeball of the listener and yes. saying click on me and yeah. have a look at what i've got to offer so yeah,
0: yeah. so simple and obvious beats um complex and clever every yeah. single time yeah.
1: Don't be fooled by, like, if you're looking at um, a huge uh, version of your, your potential cover art and, you know, you're, it's taking up the whole of your monitor yeah. and it's really detailed and it looks <laughs> brilliant, you know, walk over the other side of the room, walk 30 yards down the corridor and have yeah. a look and ask yourself, does that still look okay? Cause
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, the the way I tend to think about it or the way I tend to recommend, there's there's no one template, but yeah, title on there. Hopefully the podcast title is like just two or three words, maybe max, but maybe a few more, but hopefully it's quite short. And if you've got room for that intrigue that you just mentioned there, the podcast title will maybe be quite obvious. So um Podcraft is probably not that obvious, actually. So we need a subtitle and a picture maybe a subtitle and or a picture so you can maybe fit the title and a subtitle and then all you'll have is a color a background texture something like that um the subtitle makes it clear or the subtitle introduces that kind of curiosity that kind of thing or maybe an illustration that does it too like you can have one simple illustration that could show up and maybe give an impression of what the show is about um maybe about the sort of appeals directly to the target audience that kind of thing does so that kind of that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. yeah definitely yeah, you do see some very overcomplicated ones sometimes, don't you? It just, yeah, they they don't stand out at all.
1: So what about uh, putting cover art together or getting cover art? What are some of the tools that you've traditionally
0: used to, to I think, do that? Yeah, there's a few in here. I think um, for me today, Canva is the first place to go. Canva has a cover art um, template in it, so it helps you. I mean, cover art needs to be... is it 3,000 by 3,000 these days, isn't it? Apple keeps raising the bar in terms yeah, of size. Yeah, f-
1: 1,400 by 1,400 still the most common one. Yeah. Um, but 3,000 by 3,000 is what they recommend yeah. now. Yeah. But again, I, d- I don't want to divert us here, but I've heard a lot of feedback from Libsyn, one of the media hosts, mm. who are saying that if, if cover art is over 500 kilobits in mm-hmm. size... They they hear a lot of problems with oh, that, really? okay. so um, maybe going for fourteen by hundred by fourteen hundred is going to help keep that actual size. file size down. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, anyway, Canva will set it up with that those dimensions right in the first place. And it'll give you some templates to work with as well. The free Canva gives you a few different templates to work with. You probably want to change it up a bit, obviously, like change the colours a wee bit. You'll get the text a bit differently just to make it stand out above other people that are using Canva too. But Canva is really good for... Um, basically turning you into a designer even if you've got no design skill it helps you make things look good cause It's it where ends.
1: you make all your inspirational quote memes isn't it? Uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah,
0: all of those that I make <laughs> See, I think that's a good place to start I mean, we pay for Canva so we pay a monthly subscription for Canva because we use it for uh, podcast host, podcast stuff and podcast artwork stuff but also like all our social media not quote memes <laughs> but normal, normal uh, images for our blog posts and stuff um I've also used, have you ever used Fiverr for artwork?
1: No, I just, I still see it as this dingy race <laughs> to the bottom where creative people are cutting each other's throats for pennies. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, yeah. you know, but on this aside...
0: <laughs> it's actually, it's changed a lot these days. You do still get a bit of that, but... Uh, you don't need to. It, not everyone's a fiver anymore. And never, it never used to be, to be honest. But it always used to be listed as a fiver, and then there was all these add-ons. But nowadays, actually, you get lots of people who list it for a reasonable fee. So, like, you'll get podcast artwork for ninety-nine dollars, or one hundred and fifty dollars, or something like that. So you can go through and see them all. But it's a. I think it's actually just a really. It's relatively low cost or you can certainly find low cost people in there, uh, but it's just a marketplace. You can find all these examples of different ones that people have created. So you can find a designer. It's that kind of step up where you find somebody who is a designer <clears throat> or claims to be, I should say, <laughs> um, who maybe suits your style. So it's a good place to have a look, I think. Um, and the next step up from them obviously being something like, say, 99designs or a Design Crowd are the alternative. Um, and you can set a competition they're the kind of competition market have you used them either? no? no uh,
1: I know I know about them but yeah, I've never yeah. used them
0: basically a competition so you set up your your project and like 10, 15, 20 designers even more actually if you pay more so it depends how much you pay how many designs you get but you might get even more than that we'll submit designs you can rate them all you can say right I love this one I love this part of this one but change that you can give feedback around everything and basically over a week or so you get, say, a dozen designers refining lots of different designs. You can take that to the final where you've got four of them all against each other, refine them even more, and you can end up with something really good, actually. You get some really good quality stuff out of 99designs. I've had a few things done in there, um, from logos to t-shirts to that kind of stuff. Um it's not cheap though, that's the only thing. So it's at least a few hundred pounds. So probably um, like four or five hundred dollars to get that type of thing done in the, in the designs. But then again, if you're investing in your podcast, maybe it's worth it. Like we said, this is the first impression, isn't it? It's like your best chance to capture people up front.
1: Yeah, I suppose just a wee caveat, like on the other side of the coin, you can change your podcast artwork. Yeah, I know that like the right first time approach is one I'm you know I, I buy into that but at the same time don't let this derail you and forever procrastinate over finding the exact right artwork Because yes, you can yeah. you can change it later on so yeah
0: for sure yeah start out with a canva one for your first 20 episodes and then once you've validated the idea once you know people are actually going to listen spend a few hundred quid on a decent canva one mm. uh, sorry a decent 99 design ones yes okay cool anything else on artwork don't think so i think that covers it for me thank you yeah. Yeah. Uh, right we're going to go into music and in the next half of the show just before we do that i'm going to do our little um just a little uh, chat around alitu so i mentioned that alitu is sponsoring this episode alitu is our podcast maker app um alitu is especially designed for people who are new to podcasting More than anything else, if you want to get around the tech, if you don't just basically don't want to think about editing your show, you don't want to think about processing, you don't care about equalization, compression, uh, normalization, noise reduction, all of these kind of things. You just, you don't, you just want it done. You just want the podcast to sound good, to upload your raw bit of audio for it to be processed so that it sounds good and for you to be able to edit out any mistakes that you want in a really simple way, then that's what alla is for. We've got our editing platform, which is basically a it's a custom designed um, system to cater base, right to podcasters. So it has a top and a tail separate from uh, removing mistakes because we know that podcasters do those separately. You remove the silence from the start and the end and then you go in and start editing out your mistakes and Alatoo can do that for you. And finally, it can uh, act as uh, an episode builder for you as well. So you can upload a few different audio clips. You can rearrange them. You can set how they transition into each other. uh, Adds the music automatically at that point. So your branding can overlap with your music. uh, Sorry, your music can overlap with the voice. uh, They can overlap with the following vocal sections and basically piece all together automatically so that you don't have to edit it together in something like Audition or Audacity, that kind of thing. And then we can export it with all the right settings too. So that's what Alitu is for. Basically makes the audio editing and production process much, much easier for you. Um, so that you can just concentrate and get your voice out to the world. Get your episodes consistent and get your message out there. So that's at A-L-I-T-U, A-L-I-T-U, alitu.com. And you can get a free trial. Sign up today.
1: Just want to uh, tell the listener as well that when Alatu puts me out of a job, inevitably they'll find me on Fiverr. Okay. Uh, I'll be yes. on Fiverr. Yeah. Come with me. Uh, come with come <laughs> me with any price you've been quoted, and I'll undercut it. <laughs> Buy a Fiverr. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, I'm sure you could do well on Fiverr, Matthew. You got to uh, get your video up there. Uh, Right, music. Should you use music in the first place? We talked a bit about that in the last episode, didn't we?
1: Yeah, there's a good argument against using music. Um, Again, we've we've kind of been through it, but just the simplicity and just... I I think as well, like, there's... It's not maybe just as bad nowadays, but that hangover from sort of TV where a podcaster would think, oh, I I obviously need to have my minute of music at the start. And it's like, that's just so redundant. Yes. Um, So... Yeah, if you're going to use music, make sure it's not like the the main focus of the show. It should just be something that's in there as a bit of icing to complement your your Mm -hmm. content. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the argument for music is there's something around audio branding in that your your aim over time is to create loyal listeners that, you know, grow to like you, to listen to your show every single time. And part of that is being recognisable. Part of that is, you know, as soon as your show comes on, the, the way that people listen to podcasts, you know, often I've got seven or eight shows queued up yeah. on a lunchtime walk Um, and I'll be listening on t- one and a half times speed or something. So maybe I can get through like three or four 20 minute shows in just an hour. And so I don't choose necessarily at the time to play something. So the fact that this jingle comes up that I go, oh yes, it's that show, I, I recognise this. And you would recognise the voice as well, but it's just something nice that, Puts you in the mindset for that show that makes mm-hmm. it recognizable, that adds that bit of polish, like you say. So there is an argument for it as well. Um and and also, I mean, that's like talking about theme music, but you can also talk about like transitions and things like that, like things that go between different segments of your show or underneath the introduction or something like that. So all of that makes it a bit more recognizable, brands the show, makes it more kind of professional, I guess, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But you can live without quite easily. So, um, the, uh, here's a question we get quite a lot at the moment then in terms of the introduction, would you, uh, how long would you say an introduction should be in the first place?
1: Are we talking from the minute the listener hits play to the first second of the actual presenter? Yes. The actual unique. So the,
0: the thing that repeats every single week. Yeah. That, that part that is the same every single week at the start of the show.
1: I would say that, like, any more than 20 seconds, you're kind of pushing your luck a wee bit. Yeah,
0: me too, yeah, totally. Aim for maybe 10 even, eh? Mm -hmm. Um, So next thing, what goes in there? Is it just music or voiceover too?
1: Again, like, the, um, and we'll talk about where you could source this stuff, but you can have, obviously, your music done with a professional voiceover. Yeah, yeah. which is useful in a lot of ways, sets the scene and stuff like that. The danger of that, I think, is if you're maybe recording on a really basic kit and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it can highlight the, you know, you get this beautifully produced intro, really professional (laughs) sound intro, and then it's cutting to you in your uh, pyjamas. Not that that affects your audio, but, uh, you know, you've got your Wii USB mic or that, and, uh, you know, you maybe don't sound brilliant. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, there, there's there's that to think about, isn't there? Like, yeah, let's yeah. not make this jarring difference between the intro and the content.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think it's more and more out of date putting a kind of, like, heavy intro, isn't it, these days? Like, having a 20-second bit of music with somebody going, this is the PodCraft podcast and uh, all about podcasting. And we, now is your host, Matthew McClay. So that kind of, like, booming voice and stuff, I think it just sounds a bit have cheesy and outdated do th- these do you days? think
1: podcasting's got a bit more laid back where people are just like the, the kind of walls yeah. nobody's nobody's imagining anyone I know we kind of are sitting in a studio here but yeah. most people aren't yeah, and, and yeah. Nobody needs to really pretend they are nowadays.
0: No. Yeah, totally. And I think podcasting has become more comfortable with what it is, which is the, the power of podcasting being there is more intimate, more amateur, less like radio. We don't need to be all perfectly produced. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm finding a lot of shows these days have just quite a relaxed quiet bit of music at the start, like five, 10 seconds that just fades down within even five seconds. And then actually the host just reads something unique at the start of the show. Um, And actually it tends, I feel like it works better as well because you can make it unique each time. Uh, You know, you get straight to the content. There's quicker, even five or 10 seconds quicker to the content makes a difference, doesn't it? In terms Mm -hmm. of people's attention. Yeah. So yeah, I'd be tempted to just actually find These days, I tend to recommend people just find a decent bit of music that they like um, and just make sure that it's a bit of music that maybe even has a few variations. So like if you go with... um some of the, like, we'll talk about the sources in a wee while, but some of the sources, like audio blocks, for example, have different variations of the same tune, like a 20 second version, a 30 second version, a 60 second version, so that you can play it for 10 seconds, fade it down and have it as a, t- as a 30 second or a one minute bed underneath your first, your one minute intro. But that's unique to each show. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's different for every person isn't it like some people would benefit from a 10 15 seconds um this is the podcraft podcast so i mean i tend to say the same thing at the start of every episode don't i so i might as well have that as a produced and not have to repeat it but yeah okay um what about where you find them then where do we normally go
1: uh well you just talked about audio blocks mm, yeah. there um who are really good and we've used them quite a lot in the yeah, past yeah, haven't don't we? we yeah um Jumendo, too. We've, yeah. We've used them quite a bit. So they're, they're both really what we would call uh, well, royalty free, I guess yeah. is the right term, isn't it? That you, libraries, yeah. yeah. You're basically paying to license tracks, although it, it seems to be a lot easier nowadays. Like, remember, you used to kind of have to you know, it seemed to be stricter, your your permissions to how you could use the music yeah, and yeah. like, don't do this over, you know, you're allowed 20,000 plays and stuff like that. Yes. And that's just, I think companies were aware that that's just impossible to manage. So <laughs> now you yeah. kind of, you get these um good deals where it's just like you pay them a subscription and as long as you're yeah. paying a subscription, you're free to use anything. You know, if you've produced an episode in that time period, yeah, You can just use that.
0: So that's the thing. That's worth explaining. Audio is a subscription service. You pay, uh, I think it's about $10 to $15 per month. And you can use as much or any of its music as you like. So you can go into that library. You can draw out music beds. Choose like one tune for your brand, like your start and your, your end. But you could have some for beds. You could have transitions. You can use all sorts of music. Um Sometimes uh, it's maybe overkill for people who just want an intro or an outro tune. Because you wouldn't want to subscribe for months, um, but then again, you can subscribe for a month. You can download one tune as long as you. Um, do you know what? I have to check the license and AudioBlocks. Uh, no, yeah, Audioblocks is definitely, yeah, you d- as long as you download it um, within your subscription period and publish it maybe once at least, it's shown to be used at that point, then you can use it forevermore, even if you're not subscribed afterwards. Yeah, yeah. but Jamendo, Jamendo, so it, if you want to try that, we've got an affiliate link for Audioblocks. If you wanted to use it, we'd appreciate it. It supports the site and the show. Uh, you can get it at thepodcasthost.com forward slash audioblocks. Um, so that's the first option. The next one is Jamendo, which is the thepodcasthost.com forward slash Jamendo. Um, and they're one off, aren't they? So it's more, it's a wee bit more, £35, I think, probably $50 or so. And you can buy the rights to one track, basically. Um, Jamendo has a huge range. I think Jamendo is really good for much more indie, kind of independent, quite kind of quirky tunes. I've found some cool tunes on Jamendo, which were created by, you know, um, real sort of independent musicians that put their stuff up there. So you can find quite nice little cool stuff on there. Whereas audio blocks is really good quality, but it's more it's more along the kind of standard mm-hmm. type of music that you would get elsewhere. Whereas Jumendo, you might find some more unique and quirky tracks, um, but it does take a long time to search through.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Any other options you want to talk about, Matthew?
1: Uh, if you want to go down the produced voiceover route, then uh, Music Radio Creative are... Are the uh, premier option for that, friends aren't over they?
0: At MRC, yes.
1: <laughs> so um, yeah, if you want to do the the voiceover thing, and yeah, yeah. they will take you through the entire process, they will. Yeah you know i think they work with you to decide on a voiceover and yeah, yeah. you know what with you on the script and things like yeah, that and yeah. just get you set up with all your your intros outros and any transitions you want for inside of the episode too. yeah
0: yeah absolutely yeah at the end of the day they'll work with you on that script but then once you give them that script they do everything else they they do the voiceover um from any range of voices female male any ethnicity country whatever it is um and they've got uh, all sorts of music tracks transitions and they make it sound great don't they like we used it go back and listen to episodes um or season two three or four certainly of podcraft of this very show and you'll hear a music radio creative intro we used to use it for this um there are a couple of free ones in compotech yeah mentioning.
1: i think in compotech is worth a mention they're a, a free creative commons a uh, site and, um basically, you know you could use their tracks for free as long as you're crediting them as long as you're you know saying in your show notes and linking back to the track itself yeah um the the downside of that the upside of that is you're getting a really good track for absolutely free. Yeah. the downside is that quite a lot of podcasts use these tracks, yeah, so it's <laughs> maybe a bit harder to be individual. it's definitely unique. not unique, yeah. So, <laughs>
0: Yeah, you, you tend you once you've had a search through the Incompetech library, suddenly you realise you've heard these tracks just about yeah in lots yeah, really, of different places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, you know, in the early days, maybe there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Aye, if you absolutely. just want,
0: if you feel like you want a bit of music in there, you don't want to splurge the fifteen dollars to get it off audio um, audio blocks. Then give it a go. All right, I think that'll do it for branding, won't it? Yeah, absolutely. Podcast is now all visually and audibly branded up. Audibly? Audibly branded up.
1: (laughs) So, what remains for us to talk about in the next episode then? In the
0: next episode, what we are going to talk about is hosting and websites, that exciting world of where you actually put your podcast on the web. Good stuff. So, yeah, next time around, I mean, it's kind of thing we get a lot of questions about this, don't we? But it's actually relatively simple once you explain it. So hopefully we can demystify the world of podcast hosting and podcast websites okay just before we tie things up though just want to mention alitu again alitu.com a-l-i-t-u.com it's our podcast maker app if you upload your raw audio we'll polish it up we'll brand it put your music in there and we shall publish it for you as well so pop over to alitu.com for your seven-day free trial make your first episode test it out let us know what you think i'd love to hear um how you find alitu whether it makes your podcasting easier more sustainable more consistent All right. Thanks again for this episode, Matthew. Thank you. Good to be here. Indeed. Thank you, listener, for listening along as well. We'll see you on this next episode about podcast hosting and websites. Until then, have fun.